tuned in to the Bobcast. 50 episodes flew by so fast. So many good times, good laughs. Sal Vickersburg pranking the staff. Mitch Vickersburg's email address. Phone calls with friends and guests. Angels, demons, all from Bob's imagination. Take a second, let that sink in. Think about what it takes to make it happen. Even got me rapping, pocket dial. Got the crowds dancing, so live. Spontaneous and true detective Bob. Cash we trust to get a load of us on the internet. First guest Drew Reed, now it's limitless. So listen in, then share the link of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter clicks. All counts, so spread the word. From Bob Nation out to Bob World. No sign of slowing down. And hit the bridge for tape shop, head in the clouds. So scream aloud from the rooftops, the bobcast.podbean.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Uh, Last week, you had one episode. This week, you're getting one episode. I was on vacation. We'll get to that in a moment. I just want to say hello to everybody. Make sure you're doing well out there. Uh, The news is crazy. Once again, I turned on KYW, and, you know, it's all the same same story. It's, uh, we're all going to die. It's fear. It's uh, just in your face constantly. It's just, it's a bit much. Um, The new thing is monkeypox. The thing that I don't understand is, like, okay, so the news is reporting that it is skin-to-skin activity. Great. Skin the act, skin the skin activity, okay. But then like the the caveat is like they end it by being like, "Oh yeah, and it's really just affecting gay and bisexual men." If it's skin to skin, does that mean that the gay man walks by the straight man and doesn't rub his skin up against him and then give him the monkeypox or are we trying to make monkeypox some sort of disease to pigeonhole you know, LGBTQIA members or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we need to know what sexual preference is getting affected by monkeypox? No, I, I, you know, I don't even give a shit no more, to be honest with you. I used to be a hypochondriac. I used to have lots of OCD thoughts about dying. I don't want to die by the news media no more. I don't want the news media to control me. I don't want the news media to tell me how I should live my life, and I don't care no more really I don't watch the news anymore I listen to KYW and even that in itself is something that is being filtered through some sort of media conglomerate and then getting back to me right so if you're somebody who is susceptible to this news and you're having a certain level of anxiety because perhaps maybe you have a young child or it's just you yourself I'm here for you you know it sucks totally sucks I mean all the news is nuts I mean our health our democracy which seems to be you know, at any moment ready to either collapse or another revolutionary war. Who knows what's happening out there, you know? But I'm cool. I'm here with you. It's like 100 degrees out there today. Uh, Last week I was on vacation, you know, and uh, vacation's a good time. It's a good time to reset yourself. It's a good time also to lose your fucking mind, right? You ever been to Wildwood, New Jersey? That's a good spot to start losing your mind. Uh, If you got kids and you want them to go on the rides, awesome. You know what? Go at nighttime. Don't go during the day because it's hot as hell. Everybody's miserable. Also, everybody's miserable at nighttime too. I saw lots of people waiting for a lot, waiting in line with their children to get on rides, and everybody had the same look. There was no pearly white showing. There was no smiles. It was all darkness and just. <laughs> I guess it's because they themselves 
don't want to be there maybe i don't know but i went on the rides with my kid i wanted to be there with him it was fun um it was really cool to see his reaction towards uh being in a bumper car for the first time and operating it himself he's six so he's starting to do all sorts of new things including boogie boarding and you know when you're a kid man when you have that first moment when you catch a wave and the wave's power takes you you know inland and perhaps maybe the wave drops you down a foot or two because of the break there's no quite there's nothing quite like that there's no ride on earth that feels as good as your first wave so my son naturally you know he's i guess he's going to be like me you know somebody who has an addictive personality keeps going back and back and back to the water he can't stop right he can't stop um first day we were in the water all day now the second day is a little different for me okay we go to the lobster house the first night right and uh look i've been a proponent of raw fish for so long i've been eating oysters on the half shell forever i love it excuse me past tense loved it Wound up getting food poisoning first night there in vacation mode, right? So, like, I wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning, right? You ever wake up and you're like, oh, no, something's happening here. Something's wrong. Your head's pounding. You don't know why. And then you start to get that weird scaly feeling on your body and you're like, oh, my God. So, naturally, we're in this, like, Airbnb and it's small enough that if I get sick in the bathroom, everybody's going to wake up. So, I go outside. When I go outside, it's like... Two o'clock in the morning, but it must have been like 95 degrees with the humidity. It was so soupy, and it just made me feel like shit. I got sick. Um, Man, I didn't think I was going to make it the next day. You ever wake up, and you're like, I'm just going to stay in bed all day? But, I mean, like, you're there on on vacation, right? So it's like the lure is the beach. So I just said to myself, my God, I got to get myself together. Took a long time to get together. I threw up again, and then, you know, uh, I just bounced back, man. I bounced back, to be quite honest. There's no choice in the matter. I had to get some hair of the dog, and uh, the hair tasted good, and uh, I was able to have somewhat of a day. I still felt like crap, but during this time, I just get this feeling that my son, I get up out of my chair, and I go down. We told him, first off, to just go down to you know the waves, and then I'll see him. I get out of my chair. I go down there. Here, Somehow or another, he had a boogie board with him. And, like, you know that moment where you can see somebody, like, being scared because they're not touching the bottom with their feet? That's my son. And nobody, including the lifeguards, can see this. I, I run full speed into the ocean. I can't, I can't believe, like, I didn't, like, throw up in the ocean because I was so, like, you know, like, when Testa, excuse me, yeah, like, you know, like adrenaline mixes with like alcohol. It's just the worst thing in the world. So I get him out of the water. He was very close. He was reaching out to some nice old lady who was like next to him. But I was there. Dad was there. Got him out of the water. And then I also told him not to be scared because, you know, drowning is just part of life. You know, I mean, you can drown in your fears. You can drown in your sorrows, right? The key is to brush that shit off. Get back in the water. So that's what we did. We got back in the water and I started showing him some more techniques to, you know, swim a little bit better you know he's a good swimmer but as you know the ocean is a beast in itself you know it just does things to you and then you know i mean we had a great time um i gotta say the most memorable food though was uh curly's fries man i haven't had that in a long time and uh i don't know what it is about those potatoes but they taste well you know 
And I hate lemonade, man. I've never liked it. It's a sugary drink that just makes you feel like crap. But something about their lemonade, damn, dude, it felt good. Um, but yeah, it's a strange place down there. Um, as you know, uh, marijuana is legal recreationally in the state of New Jersey, but the stores on the boardwalk continue to sell synthetic marijuana cannabis. I went to one store where it was like six people deep buying uh, edibles uh, that were definitely made in somebody's basement, you know. And <laughs> you know, I asked the guy, I'm like, is this regulated? Like, is there any state stuff going on here? And he just wait, shook his head no, and he was just making all this money. I mean, I, I couldn't be mad at him, you know, but it's like it's just strange how they tell you one thing and it's not you know, set in stone. And like, look, as I mentioned last week in the podcast, I, that's one of the things that I, we have a hard time with. It's like, okay, so like, what was it, Obama's administration that were like, okay, gay marriage is now legal. Now, fast forward a decade later or so, they're talking about making this illegal. They're talking about making contraception illegal. They're talking about all this shit. And like, look, I'm old school, man. I don't, you know, it's like they didn't change the commandments. They didn't, like, sketch out, like, you know, one of Moses' things he found from talking to that bush. You know, they weren't like, ah, let's get rid of uh, be nice to your neighbor because your neighbor could be a real dick. They didn't do that, you know. But, like, apparently here in America, that's what we do. And I'm not trying to be anti. I'm just saying, like, look, a law should be a law. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like that. It's like if you told a six-year-old that, like, you know, they couldn't go outside for the rest of the week. Because, you know, if they look into the sun, they may go blind. You know they're going to push the limits and stare out that window or find a way back outside. It's just strange, man. It's a strange world we're living in now where it's like everything seems to be upending, you know, and like or, or starting over. Who knows? But, I mean, yeah, I just I try to combat it by just, you know, being positive and staying true to myself and trying to connect with other people, you know, wherever they go, you know, um, one of the things that um, was pretty cool to see uh, was, like, basically, like, the um, the influence of Stranger Things on the boardwalk there. There was so many kids wearing Stranger Things shirts. There was so many Hellfire Club things. And, you know, it's just interesting how a TV show can, like, transcend pop culture like that and have, like, both adults and children, you know, ready to have a good time at the mercy of Netflix, I guess, you know, Um yeah, it's just a, it's a different world, you know, as we settle into the summer, the dog days of summer in 2022 of August, getting ready for whatever happens next, you know, it's a maddening world. With that being said, let's take a listen to a track from one of the bands I've participated in here on the Bobcast. Watch it back it off of me. I told you, you don't want this. Don't make me have to repeat. Myself when you run the gauntlet No ordinary defeat No ending up in the coffin And we all know talk is cheap So zip your lip and start walking Big trouble, into the bubble And every time we go out we be getting in a scuffle Do a double, take it to the hubble Telescoping for the piece of love in the puzzle Big trouble, into the bubble And every time we go out we be getting in a scuffle Do a double, take it to the hubble Telescoping for the piece of love in the puzzle Big trouble. 
big trouble, into the bubble. But every time we go up, we be getting in a scuffle. Do a double, take it to the hubble. Telescope and put a piece of love in the puzzle. You know, I miss playing music, but I don't miss putting my soul out there for everybody to dissect night after night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. It's just I don't, I don't miss um, the frustration and anxiety and just overall pain in the ass nature of putting on a show. I miss performing at shows very much so. But, like, putting on a show, like, it's just too hard now, man. Like, it's like putting on a show to me only makes sense when the internet doesn't exist, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, there's too much shit for you to do when you go home. My wife, I just went home yesterday, and my wife was like, we got Discovery Plus. And I was like, who cares about that? Then I found out that every single episode of Ghost Adventures is on there, and I was stoked because I love that shit. Even though they never show you any concrete proof, I'd like to, you know, pretend. I'm um, going to talk about the movie Nope right now. If you haven't seen it, you should just delete me or, you know, sign off. For today, it's only going to be a couple minutes, but I saw this film yesterday, and I was really inspired by it. Jordan Peele, I mean, he's only done two other movies, three total now with Nope. I'm a sucker for the alien genre, okay? I'm just a sucker. I love signs. I love close encounters. I love uh, fire in the sky. It's just, you know, it's just what I like, and I didn't even realize it until the other day. I was like, man, I'm an alien fan, you know? I'm an alien, but I like this movie, spoilers, because... uh, it does something to the alien like genre I've never seen before. It takes the UFO and makes the UFO the alien. Uh, that's right. Like so, basically, it's like the alien is the ship. It's a living creature, and it has some sequences in this film that just still haunt me. Especially when um, so there's this character Jupe, and Jupe has undergone a lot of PTSD from being a child star on a television show where a chimpanzee killed everybody on set except for him and he has this horse farm where he is putting on a spectacle to um, sacrifice horses for UFOs and dude the UFO comes uh, and it like takes everybody up into it and like fucking eats them man and like there's this sequence where like they're being eaten alive and like I've never seen it in film. I've never seen anything like that. The camera work is phenomenal. I highly recommend uh, IMAX if you if you um, go to those types of things. I, I usually don't like IMAX because it's too big, but this film, I highly recommend it because it's just going to look that much better. The cinematography is wonderful, and it just does things to your senses and also makes you kind of realize that, yeah, we are obsessed with spectacle. I'm obsessed with spectacle. I look up, like, weird shit on the internet, you know, YouTube or, like, uh, lately, like, it's been nature videos. Like, nature is a crazy place. 
nature is a spot where you know we have no place because we have relied too much on shoes. I mentioned that last week. Uh, grounding. Uh, make sure you get out and uh, put your feet on the ground. I know it sounds crazy, but it it does something to you. It does something to your your mind. Is your mind okay? Do you suffer from mental health like I do? Yeah. It's a shitty thing, you know? It's a daily struggle. Do you ever look at somebody and say, oh my God, like, where do they get that from? Where do they get that sense of happiness? Here's the thing. You don't know if that person's happy, you know? A lot of times I look like I'm a jovial clown idiot, but yeah, I'm constantly in a struggle of good versus evil. And I was thinking about it the other day. It's like, I think we try, we try too much in our lives to get rid of the darkness, you know? And, like, lately I started to realize, you know what, dude? I like both sides of me. I like the good and I like the bad, you know? I like the light and I like the dark. And sometimes it's hard to differentiate between the two, you know? A lot of times we try to say, no, I want to be a good person. I want to be a good person. But sometimes being bad can work out in your favor, you know? It just can. And I don't know how to, like, describe it, but it's like, you know, I I know lots of times that people... um, feel like they they can be walked all over you know and like um their boss their loved one somebody says or does something to them that hurts their feelings and then you kind of just uh you know set up a couple walls for yourself and live inside those walls and try to pretend that these things don't hurt you you know and these are also types of things that we do to ourselves that can make somebody spiral out of control you know and it's like I feel for um, the people out there who, who feels if there's no one to talk to, there's nowhere to go, all these different things. Um, sadly, I just found out recently that my therapist, who has just completely helped helped me tremendously, like, you know, uh, turn my life around, whatever, you know, and uh, she dropped the news on to me uh, in my last session that it'll be coming to an end. She's moving on to another facility, and this facility only allows for in-person therapy once every quarter and I'm just like what dude like obviously I have a podcast and I like talk therapy talking through things helps me out tremendously and now that's going to go away I was definitely depressed about that man you know so I mean like I was just like god damn it dude you know it's like but therapy is like something that I feel as if like you acquire a certain amount of knowledge from that person and you move on this would be my um, second therapist. I guess I'm going to have to start looking for a third. Just because, you know, I think that talking through things is important. Um, I'd like to also bring attention uh, to Patty the Batty from the United, excuse me, the UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship. This guy is from Liverpool. Google him and Google his speech about men's mental health. It was lovely. I mean, the, this dude wins this match. He barely wins the match because the other guy was giving him quite a tussle, but he has the one guy. In submission, he wins the match, and then he tells us that his friend committed suicide, and he says that men should, you know, really start talking to each other because he'd rather have him cry on his shoulder rather than attend his funeral. And that's the truth, man. It's like, dude, I grew up in a culture, too, that didn't didn't influence men to be in touch with their feelings because it was generationally considered weak. I'm here to tell you that's all bullshit, okay? Your soul has no business in... Like your soul is like what you feel. Your soul is who you really are, right? I know I've talked about this before and it's very hard for people to realize, but it's like, I don't think your soul has gender. I just don't, you know? I just, I don't feel like that's part of it. And um, 
men just typically are always taught to be hardened individuals. We're taught to bury our feelings down deep. Matter of fact, I was working with this coworker and like, you know, he would constantly tell me that like, you know, it was hard for him, but he doesn't want to talk about it because he is from that generation where you got to keep that shit down deep buried below. And I'm not a proponent of that because you know what happens now in our world? So maybe 25 years ago, those men who were told to keep their feelings, you know, at bay and do this and do that, maybe they would have been something else. Maybe they also would have been what were influenced by, excuse me, maybe they would have become what is endating our society right now. Like we have a bunch of people who are like shooting up these schools with mental health problems, right? We have these men who probably have no one to talk to, probably never had a girlfriend or boyfriend for that matter. Maybe they didn't even have a fucking dog that like fetched for them or something, you know? And like, I don't necessarily know if like somebody or something could get involved with these types of people and help them. And like, I think that a lot of that could start with talking about how you feel at an early age, talking about your emotions, talking about the way you perceive the world, talking about things that bother you. I talk to my son about this all the time. I want him to be able to gestate his feelings in a really troubled world, you know? And like, if you're a father, if you're a mother, and if you're somebody out there who's worried about the future, this is how you can start, especially if you have a son. Get to know your son's feelings. Get to know your son's emotions. Get to know why your son feels the way they do. And then maybe we can help create a better world. With that being said, it's been another week. <laughs> My name's Bob, and this has been an episode of... <gasps> the Bobcast. See you next week.